We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hello, Devonta. Yo, what's up? Devante? You yeah. made it. Can you hear me? Made it. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. Oh, let's get this started. Welcome to the Mad Hatter Show. I am your host, Queen Alexis, along with uh, my co-host for today, um, Devontae Davis. Devontae, give say hello. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Chicago? What's up, America? Man, man. We have, man. Don't we have a a topic for y'all tonight? Um, based off of what's been going on, just I don't want to say in the past few months. I just want to say in the past week, weekend, stuff like that. The few months that led up to all of this, um, we are here tonight, and we're going to talk about the state of civil unrest within our black community and your stance what's your stance on each of the each of the stuff that we're about to talk about subtopics that we're about to talk about on here um first i want to give a shout out to soulful entertainment Productions, our um ceo daniel Davis, a, a.k.a. Arthur Middle Soul. Thanks. Give a little shout out. Give a shout out to my um, my OES sisters, um, Landers Chapter 1 from the Most Worshipful St. John Lodge. Lodge. Shout out to y'all and my Cook Lodge brothers. How y'all doing from the Most Worshipful St. John Lodge? Um, any shout outs you want to do? Oh, another one to my family and my mama and Jesus. Amen. Okay, Devontae, any shout outs you want to do? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, I want to shout out to everybody in my Prince Hall family, PHA forever. Um, I want to say shout out, much respect to my boy Joseph down there for the proteins, man. Me and that brother been going back and forth for years about the subject, so. I'm really glad to see you supporting um, Cousin Morgan, Mom, you know, the whole family, and everybody out there that tuned in and listened in uh, based on the word of mouth. Uh, we appreciate your support. Totally, totally, totally appreciate it. Um, so let's just go ahead and dive right into it. Um, I won't even say, for those who don't know, you got to know because this is global. This is not just in one area, in one state, in one city, in one neighborhood, this have this is creating global attention and global outrage. So let's just go ahead and talk about it. Why talk about what's going on? Um, 
what led us up to here. I'm not even going to say just the recent um, murders, senseless murders from the police or someone outside of our race, white people. <laughs> it's been already been too many since, true. Just to make it as within the millennium since 2012, all the way up to now. So we got eight years counted on the countless years, like decades, centuries of brutality against our people, our, our black people. So I think we got into a point, and I think Devante can agree with me on this one. We got into the point where we are now extremely fed up, extremely angry, and wanting change. Do you agree, Devante? Oh, 100%. For sure, for sure. Um, we're going to discuss it on today, on tonight. We got to, because, and, and not to say just to put it to rest, but just to release some of the stresses that and frustration and anger that has been placed upon us in this past week. Just let it out. Let it all out, let it all out, let it all out. Um, yeah. So let's talk about it. Um, I'm gonna start with you, Devontae. Why do you think we're mad? That we're mad right now, we're angry. Why are we having this big uproar now? Well, I'm mad right now because the crackhead two game is crazy. I mean, like I'm seeing Whole heads out here with nappy head and Louis Vuitton Converse. I didn't even know Louis Vuitton made Converse and cats got them on. So I'm kind of upset about that because I work hard to get my little Air Maxes or whatever, and you got cats out here riding and getting fresher kicks than I got. So that's that's number one on my list. Uh-uh. But um, other than that, you know, <laughs> other than that, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, I think that uh, uh, disparity in the education system and the economic structure, disparity in uh, policing, healthcare. I think all of those things play a major role, and I think that all of those things work in tandem with each other to create an environment that has uh, always been historically hostile towards black and brown people. Um, I think that those things um, have been greatly overlooked. I think that they've kind of thrown token, token, tokens and gestures as opposed to actually developing a systematic plan to uh, fight these things. So, I mean, that's just my opinion on the subject. Right. You, you touched on a couple of our pointers, um, pointers that I had for my notes here. Um, the poor education and poor health care, uh, what we call the systemic racism for our our communities um for just not enough funding for our children and not the red line what they call it redlining of our communities um has added on to it i believe in its wholeheartedly um and i know a lot of people that even are black that was like you need to pull up from pull up 
by your own bootstraps and um, make your life better like it's easy it's really not easy and i think we all understand that however with um what we're dealing with with our schools not really being funded it's like overcrowded classrooms 30 kids to one teacher and she got to he or she got to deal with 30 of our kids and teach them as much as they can within a short period of time and limit and limited resources so we don't get the right education um a lot of people have made the um suggestion that for our people that oh we should be homeschooling um we should be teaching our children our history and everything and bump this white history and i believe in that wholeheartedly but who's going to be at home when you don't one either don't have both parents at home or you do have both parents at home but y'all cannot survive on just one stream of income so both of y'all gotta work both of y'all gotta make make ends meet so who's gonna be at home to homeschool the children either way we're screwed <laughs> either well, way we're I, screwed I, I damned if you do damned if you don't all right well you brought up a couple good points um you know the economic structure and i think that's for all americans we work too hard you know statistics and studies show that we're some of the most overworked people on the planet so you know take that with a grain of salt when it when it refers to people of color um you know historically speaking you know there's an old african saying it takes a village to raise a child and historically speaking we have always leaned in on our mothers our grandmothers our cousins our sisters our brothers to help to take some of that weight and as far as worldwide culturally speaking um when you move outside of the u.s you find that a lot of cultures support the idea of extended family living together until um everyone is kind of ready to branch off and do their own thing you only find here in america that people kind of push this idea this concept of you turn 18, you get a job, and you go out into the world, you spread your wings and fly. I don't think that that's necessarily um, appropriate. Another thing I want to touch on real, real quick, um, because you, you, you did bring it up about education and stuff like that. You know, I, I think that the first person that we target is government. Um, government sets policy, and government has never directly addressed in a robust way how they were going to handle government subsidies in terms of black descendants of slaves. Bottom line is there are several examples in U.S. history where there were subsidies, where there were incentives, where there were um, tax breaks for other minorities and uh, under extenuating circumstances. So having said that, the first thing we should do is lean in on government to say, okay, well, you need to create a program that creates low interest subsidy loans for people of color why so that they can build businesses so they can own property so that they can get out and develop an economic structure and that economic structure that's built upon those subsidies upon those low interest loans will help to develop an infrastructure 
on our own. We will find our way if given the tools. But the United States has historically never accurately given us the tools to just kind of open the door and said, do what you do. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's appropriate. And I think that that's kind of something that we overlook when we talk about the richness of black culture and what it can do as opposed to what it's been fully able to achieve in such a short amount of time. Okay, but at, I, I get that. I totally get that. Um, I totally agree. I do agree that we do need to do that at, for government. However, I don't think that the government would take us seriously if you see that we are, if he see, if government see, the government see that we are not unified in this at all. A lot of, uh, of our people are very comfortable very comfortable where they are they 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 come they're in a comfort zone they comfortable and complacent in the position that they are but yet complaining so you get i'm frustrated i want more but i don't want to do what it do to get more so i'm gonna just be here and complain you feel me uh you know I a lot think of people, that's all american I don't even think that's all Americans. I mean, Obama ran for, you know, two terms under, you know, the, the phrase economic redistribution or the redistribution of wealth. And so I think that a lot of Americans, black and white, Hispanic, you know, whatever race you claim or hold on to, all Americans don't want it. Nobody wants to be poor. Nobody wants to work a 12-hour shift for the lowest possible wage they could get. So I think that uh, the wealth redistribution issue has been prevalent within the last 20 years, maybe 15 or 20 years or so. Um, you know, even starting with the Reagan era, you know, they were talking about how there was a, a dramatically growing divide between people that had an over-excess and the people that were just kind of struggling. And I think that we're seeing that, and I think that, uh, people of color and black people in particular see the worst of that. Mm. So what can we do for our community in that aspect? What do you think we could do for our community in that aspect before we get to government? Because I believe we need to change. I, I totally, my whole opinion about how we can get better is if get better in, in, in this country is if it starts here. It starts with us. We need to change our mentality, deprogram our mentality first, <laughs> and then you for us to have that be on the same mindset. Um, and then we can come unified to the government and fight the powers that be and get what we want. Is it going to be easy? Hell to the fuck no. But if you like for example we got this stuff going on now black lives matter movement is going and going strong and in full effect and oftentimes we get get hit with this one true statement but all lives matter or this one oh but what about the black on black crime See now well, you know, that uh, is where you go ahead. I tell you what, 
a wise woman once told me, yes, all lives matter, but guess what? When the fire department shows up, my house is the one on fire. So, mm-hmm. yeah, every house matters, but mine is the one that needs the attention. And, um, you know, to bring up, to bring up what you said earlier about um, being united, at this point, uh, to answer your question, I think at this point, having, agen- having an agenda, having a set set of steps that we would like to see happen from legislation. And, you know, I, I'm not going to lie about this. You know, if you go back to the 60s, you go back to, you know, Malcolm X and, 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 and Martin Luther King and all those types of people, they eventually all, all of those figureheads eventually came to figure out one necessity, and that one necessity is that you have to get all of the people. It's not just a black issue. Mm-hmm. America, America has always liked to divide people and create an environment where it's, it's compartmentalized. But until we get uh, our white neighbors, our Asian neighbors, our Hispanic neighbors to really, really recognize that this, these are issues that affect all of us, things won't change. So the first step is really identifying who our, who our allies actually are and then using that strength to go ahead and push the people we vote in and before we even vote them in, we have them put on paper, this is what you're going to do. This is what we expect of you. But we're never going to do that without the numbers and we're never going to do that without um, having ties with all of the other groups and communities out there. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally agree. Totally agree. All right, so what, you, what can you say about the police brutality? This is what I feel like. I feel like Absolutely. the there should be <laughs> There should be an accountability within the police force system. Do I condemn I mean, all police? No. However, no. there's a lot, and I know it's just not all. Those are just officers. Some of them are in high rank in the police force, and still okay. This so, yeah. What say you? I mean, let's let's keep it 100. You know, that's a twofold question. What do I think about the police brutality? Of course, I'm going to say, you know, as a victim of police brutality on multiple occasions, uh, obviously I disagree with it. Um, there are instances where, like, yo, if you're driving down Lakeshore Drive and you're doing 90 and you blowing a blunt and got an open bottle and a piss in the car, you probably should get your ass with Not for nothing other than you dumb as fuck. So I'm gonna give you that. I, I'm gonna give you a little margin, Officer Pigstein, whatever the fuck your name is. But the vast majority of people are not doing shit like that. You know, the Sandra Beelings of the yeah. world, the Philil Castells of the world, they ain't doing that shit. You know, and it police culture has always been. Well, first of all, you gotta look at where it came from. It came from uh, slave wrangling, right? And we never veered away from that. So, I mean, the, the first order of business is uh, forcing police to reshape their culture and write policy to where 
you know, they have consequences. They have to, yo, if you kill somebody and, 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 and they're a real objective, not like some law enforcement offshoot bullshit, like in a real objective situation, many, many people have to face the court of a public opinion. So should they. They should face the scrutiny of a government that's objective and wants justice. You kill a motherfucker, you should go to prison forever. Point blank period. If you kill somebody, if you stand by and watch your partner kill somebody, you killed that motherfucker by default too. So you should go to prison for that. There's no, I don't think there's, I think there's very little leeway in that. Let me see. I'm still on. Okay, great. I thought I was on mute. Um, but let's go here because we got a lot of people are defending the police and like look at the stresses that they go through and how they put in their lives in danger on a daily basis. Why would you think they have no? I know, but (laughs) why would you think, you know, why would you think they, they wouldn't be afraid or worried about their own safety while trying to apprehend a possible suspect or criminal. Um, I'm sorry. If you kept you roll you rolling up to my car with weapons, how safe can you get? I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, from man, hands up, literally. I'm in the car, I'm gonna tell you, I got a weapon, I got a conceal and carry, but it's by my wallet. And you still shoot me. Just recently, George Floyd. I'm thinking that I thought the whole story was over a bad check. No, this is over a counterfeit $20. Like, how y'all going? How we going to be real? The shit turned out to be real as fuck. (laughs) The dude just looked at it sideways for whatever reason. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The police are regular, normal, everyday people, right? Nobody, there's no poll, there's no nothing. The, the, any motherfucker that wants to pull out an application, your, your application is going to be looked at just like the next person. So really the police, just like any other facet of government, is, you know, regular, ordinary people. Now, ha- having said that, the police brutality stems from, again, a government-supported, Un, I think very consciously, very consciously and very unconsciously as well, um, devaluation of black life. I think that police brutality mm-hmm. is simply indicative of a culture that says that we're savages, that mm-hmm. it's their job to corral and keep us in line, that our voice is not even not even to be heard, but purely unnecessary. You know, right after slavery, um, no, excuse me, right after the civil rights movement, um, the, the American government and business decided to make black people the consumer uh, culture. They made us the consumer group, and black people, unfortunately, we spend more money on shit that we don't need than things that we do. But I don't think that that's all by mistake. You know, I think that there were some intentional shifts in culture in order to make create us as a consumer class. 
And so mm-hmm. when we talk about when we talk about police brutality, it really is an environment of, you know, shut the fuck up and give us the money and, and stay in your place. You know, and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but until other people start to see the excess in which we have always endured, this is nothing new. The only difference is now it's recorded and shared, right? Um, oh, yeah. But until other people recognize, right, that 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 this is something that not only is black culture always dealt with, but it's something that we have consistently evolved literally from even before leaving the plantation, people have a way to adapt and black people have always kind of evolved to adjust to this persecution. Mm. You're right, you're right. I, I, I get you, I get you. Now, let me ask you this, because I didn't heard it today and it, it, it kind of took me back and I had to go and pretty much go on the corner because you know, you know me. I'm 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 classy, but I'm ratchet. Mm-hmm. Are we playing victim? This ain't in the notes. I just this the sad one. You think we playing victim? Okay. Wait. Are we playing, playing victim? victim? Mm-hmm. You Do know, you think we playing victim? And just you know. You will see people argue all the time that, you know, if you see a homeless guy on the street, oh, he's probably on crack. You know, he's probably doing drugs or he's probably, you know, there, there's some there's some internal reason why this person ended up in that circumstance. And that's simply not the case, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about a national, on a national scale, okay? Mm-hmm. Um I refuse to believe that the vast majority of the, of the people are doing the same thing. If they are, that means somebody's at the front of that shit leading the lie. Okay, so we gotta mm-hmm. ask ourselves who's front of that, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, but victim, you know, that's a slippery slope. You know, people outside of the culture or whatever, you know, maybe some minds more evolved than my own would say, yeah, you know, slavery was 100 years ago, whatever, what happened. First of all, that's not necessarily true. There's still people that were born in bondage alive today. So it's not, that's yeah. not very far removed. But secondly, the paperwork is what sets the tone. If yeah. they would have actually given us our 40 acres in the mule, if that paperwork would have been followed through on, you know, the same way that, Italian Americans won a lawsuit against Hollywood for defaming them and making them seem like thugs. The same way Asian Americans were given money, you know, uh, during World War One for the concentration camps. The same way Jews mm-hmm. still receive funds from the government. The way the Indians have the casino, oh, excuse me, Native Americans have the casinos. If there were government policies that were followed up on and actually enforced. Mm-hmm there would be no victimization because we would have the tools to steer our own path. But mm-hmm. if you if you let somebody out of your house with no money, with no clothes, no skills, mm-hmm. and, a, and a system that actively sought to keep them mm-hmm. out of jobs, then you can't blame them and say they're... You, you can't say, well, you're lazy. 
you can't you can't use the victim thing. That is a circumstance that is created. You know, um, obviously we're not in that climate now, but in a, in a very deep sense we are. You know, if you want to buy a house, you're going to have to go through more stringent uh, background checks, credit checks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've heard people that won't even show you houses unless you produce, you know, uh, proper ID, certificates of marriage, you know, tax returns, all of these different things, and that's even before viewing. So we still live in an America mm-hmm. that actively seeks to create obstacles in front of us, and then when we don't meet those challenges, they say, look, you just don't want it bad enough. And that's not, this is not that we don't want it bad enough. You giving too much red tape. Well, what do you have this? Do you have this type of credit? Do you have this type of credit? Do you have this? Do you don't have any background? Do you have any felonies? Do you have any misdemeanors? Stuff like that. That's pretty much just like, okay, count us out and then oh you don't want it bad enough what kind of book is that like you pretty much disqualified us before we even get a chance we even had a chance and you just brought up a point that actually segue into to our next um subtopic dealing with why are we mad right now the unemployment and poverty a lot right a lot of us is <laughs> a lot of man that part that the state of unemployment and the state of poverty that our communities and I can't say all of the black community because there are different classes we are not the same but for the low class communities quote unquote low class community dealing with there's not enough employment um there's not enough jobs out there or i don't qualify because i have a i have a felony <laughs> well that's the thing you know what it all goes back to the seed what do you we know? do and here I, I say that for me. i say check me out if we're always going to knock on master's door and say Master, please let us in. Master, I will work for you. Master, I will do what it takes so that you will allow me to eat and just survive and get basic mm-hmm. human necessities. Then we will always be at the scrutiny excuse me, of Master's taste. Um, so when I say it all goes back to the seed, it all goes back to pushing legislation and pushing government, starting with local and going all the way up to federal to reinforce and put on paper laws that allow us to get the credit, to get the subsidies, to get the loans, so that we can develop our own economic base and we can hire ourselves. Bottom line, go to Little Village. Little Village is hot right now, obviously, after everything that went down. But, you know, if you go to a Mexican restaurant, it's Mexicans working in there. You know what I mean? If you go to Chinatown, mm-hmm. it's Chinese people, it's Asian people working in there. You know, so it's kind of like they got those loans, they open up their business, and they open up their they they open up the market for their people to get in there and make money too. But if you're gonna say mm-hmm. 
that we're, we're going to deny you those things, well, that reverberates. There's millions of, the, hundreds, I want to say millions, there's hundreds of Bill Gateses walking around Chicago right now without the proper funding, mm-hmm. without the proper tools to develop those skills. They're limited. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But we don't, but we do have Black-owned businesses that we really don't support. I mean, come on now. Let's just you be think? totally honest here. We do, yeah. <laughs> we have Black-owned, black-owned businesses that we don't support due to, I feel, the com- our comfort zone. I can get this. I can get this. Um. This same product or something, something that's not healthy or not going to be conducive to my health for a cheaper price than what you're giving me. We have black-owned businesses that have cut out the middleman and are, are making, you know, making things on their own, trying to make and make a profit on their own, and here it goes. Yeah, but, so we don't support that, each other. But okay, mm-hmm. let's look at this. Let's examine that. Even that, even that. If and I'm not taking away from the entrepreneur. If you make your own, you know, soap or deodorant or mouthwash, or whatever, whatever product you make, if you're making that yourself, or you know somebody that does, and you're supporting, you know, other black businesses by allowing them to sell their products in your store. That's one thing. I'm not against that. Um, but let's look at it from the perspective of a, a store owner that is paying, you know, a dollar for that can of pop, where where another where another store is only paying sixty cents. The vendor's only charging sixty cents. So now this store owner has to pay a has to charge a dollar twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, and the justification of that is. Oh, well, you're a black-owned store in a black community, so we have to charge you more in anticipation of theft and anticipation of loss. Mm-hmm. And so, even that, even within that, we find a system that is, you know, kind of racist. You know, if a yeah. vendor can walk in and say, "I'm going to charge you seventy-five cents," and I'm going to charge you above fifty, and the only real significant difference is. This area is in Rogers Park, and that area is in Inglewood. You know, I mean, people in Rogers Park still all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You know, so what else could that? What else could that lead to? Man, so let's go ahead to our next topic. Well, subtopic within the topic, getting down to the protests that has been taking place since last week. We already went mm-hmm. over why we're mad, the killings, the oppression, the system, systemic racism, man, and all that. I mean, we, we get why we mad. However, we have all the protesters versus agitators. We ain't start those riots. You do realize that. 
We did not start those riots <laughs> at all. They got it on footage this time. I don't think we never Look, do. <laughs> I'm keeping the honey. I don't care who starts them up. I really don't. Like mm-hmm. I'm glad they happened. If anything, I'm more angry that um that the government and I do say government for a reason, police, law enforcement, whatever, um, they kept it within our communities. You know, my thing was, you know, and I said it, I mean it. Rogers Park gotta burn. Lincoln Park got to burn. Mm-hmm. Mag Mag Mile got to burn to make to make people feel uncomfortable and and really really drive home like nah if we ain't eating y'all ain't eating you can't you can't get in here and put on a Black Lives Matter T-shirt you bought from Amazon and then go home and and, and none of this shit ever happened nah we can't do that because we don't get to do that you know and if it's injustice here then it's injustice everywhere. Yeah. That that's but, okay. But, oh, okay, but you're talking about with downtown and up north Rogers Park and everything. Yeah, let's just riot and we gonna tell shit. If we don't eat, you don't eat. However, what does that prove? Like, what effects does that make? Other than pos- what positive effects does this make? with tearing up stuff, tearing up, breaking into these um, high-end stores downtown and looting and all of that. They they got insurance. They got insurance. They got insurance. So they can rebuild like that. Let me tell you something. I go as far as to say this. Nike reaps billions in the bees billions of dollars because the urban market decided that Nike was the shoe, the standard hood nigga footwear, right? And every couple right. of years, there's a new pair of Nikes. Fuck them. Run up in their store because until Nike sets up several groups of foundations that directly target the larger markets, Chicago, New York, L.A., Miami, Atlanta, Detroit, until Nike puts his foot out there and says, yo, we have to employ and educate and put funding into educating and developing urban entrepreneurship, urban education, urban business development. Until they hi- until I see black faces in the corporate offices of Nike worldwide in mass numbers, fuck them people. Straight up, they okay. take and take and take from us because of, we're the consumer class, and very few companies actually give back in a meaningful way. Well, that's the so, that's fuck. the thing. What I'm talking about. This is the thing. What I'm talking about. With okay, we're gonna destroy these stores like Nike and Verizon and Jewels and all these handbags. The reason why they got in business and they got billions of monies off of us. And, they didn't rip us off, baby. We gave like freely gave that to them because we want to floss. We this is this is based off of our people wanting to floss. You feel me? I'm not talking about tonight. I'm not talking about the other races. I'm talking about just us. Um, we want to look rich and not be rich, and then get mad 
because they rich off of our back. Jordan got hella but, money off of our off of our damn money because we trying to floss. We trying to front. We trying to stunt. Come on, Devontae. You, yeah, yeah, burn them. Yeah, whatever. Hit them where their pockets is. But guess what? Instead of just burning them, now that you got them, now that you destroyed it, put your business in there. Learn, actually learn what the hell you paying for. You're not paying for the shoe quality. You paying for the brand. That shoe quality is like Amen. cheap as fuck. Right, right. I mean, well, okay. I'll say this. I'll say this. Until, until black people, right, discover and really, really take home the idea that the individual internally has more value than they do externally, that's never going to change. That's some shit that was literally put into us in slavery. And the example of that is, you know, if I bought a cow or if I bought a bull, right, I expect that bull to be able to carry X amount of, you know, crop back and forth every day, all day, right? And Mm -hmm. so I said it to say that our value literally coming directly from slavery has always been literally what they can see, literally what we can carry on our back. What can we visibly show that, that makes, gives us a perceived value and other cultures simultaneously are given the opportunity to have an intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. So he makes me laugh or this person is funny or you know, this person is really honest, or they don't cheat on me. Whatever those things that you cannot put a dollar figure on, we ignore. Mm-hmm. We ignore because, uh, you know, I Apple got a new phone out, and you want somebody that can visibly afford to buy you that new phone. And that mm-hmm. really is just an evolutionary process of slavery, the beast of burden. You still have to look like you can carry this load. You know, and that's that's unfortunate, but that's what we do. Every time we go out here peacocking, you know, as black people, you know, we're always trying to peacock. Uh, you know, we're demonstrating that we have access wealth that we really don't. And a lot of why we demonstrate that is because we don't value the things that you can't commodify. Not Not really. So what needs to be done in order for us to learn how to value them things? That fucking nerd. That, <laughs> I say go in the corner. <laughs> strong, Dead but <laughs> strong. Nerd woman, nerd man, fucking nerd. You know, don't, don't, don't go out of your way to chase the fucking cheerleader, you know, because this person looks a certain way now. Fuck the person that actually talks to you. Fuck the person that you actually laugh with and kind of, like, are comfortable around. You know, teach those values to your kids. True. True. Uh, But at the same time, like, I believe that now, I just feel like, now that we done told chick, this is the best opportunity for us to go ahead and make millions of Black Wall Streets. 
Y'all ready to pick shit up, man? <laughs> Go on up in there. Let's see I how mean, much damage know, you have done. I mean, like, I'll tell you what, my, my biggest thing right now is, like, I'm all in love with, you know, YouTube and Netflix and, like, all of the platforms that are out there so that uh, people of color and just creatives in general can, you know, find their way and connect with other people. Um, I think that just being able to come out with a product from your, from your own mind or your own skill and being able to being able to find a market that supports that is really the first step, straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. but I mean that's the thing. Speaking of YouTube and Instagram, let's just go on YouTube. As many Wait, tutorials what? to do shit. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. As many tutorials to do stuff, like a lot of stuff that even stuff that you had to go and go to college for or go to school for or trade school for. You got all these tutorials on YouTube now. How to tie dye shirt, how to make a print, how to how to do hair, how to do nails, what to use, what to go here for, how to crochet. All that, what to use, uh, even how to plant food, how to grow food, how to all this, down to down, even all the way down to your drawers. Pretty much, you can get it off of YouTube. So that's why I'm saying this is the perfect time for us to go ahead and learn these skills and go ahead and open up our own businesses, corporate and Yo, block out the corporation. Mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got well, I mean, like, here's the thing, you know, the mom and pop shop will always be around, but, you know, that kind of commerce is more or less dead. Like, that shit is a dead issue. You know what I mean? The, 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 real, the real meat and potatoes right now that'll be trending, I think, within the next, you know, 20 years, from now up for at least 20 to 30 years is going to be, um, you know, goods and services. Like, as a vendor, not being funny, Amazon's about to eat all that shit up. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if you can create a product that sells strong enough to where you can start attracting Amazon money, that target money, then you're going to have a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the idea of like, yeah, I'm gonna open up a store, blah blah blah. They can come up with a clothing brand, you know, come up with a, a particular mm-hmm. soap and figure out how to market that and then sell that shit to the highest bidder. You know what I mean? And move on and do something else, you know, um, mm-hmm. or stick with it and ride it out. But you know, the idea of like small businesses and stuff like that in terms of like um, like stores, uh, that's just gone. That's just dead. Just based on sales. Yeah. That's what did. You know. Yeah. The, All right. the corona really improved it even more. You know. Speaking of corona. <laughs> speaking of corona. This is going to be our little, our little uh, commercial break from the topic right quick. 
Heard of any spikes yet? <laughs> okay, what? Have you heard of any spikes yet? Nah, man. Like, that's why you know that shit ain't real. Nah, man. Look. And I was hoping. I was hoping that this was not a, like, a float, like a fake. Because you you seeing people dying from this, dropping off. I'm like, is it that they're dying from this? Or is it something else? Because how can the whole nation have, we under Corona, have these big, huge protests and there's no spikes yet? This is Saturday. That spike should have hit Monday. What you mean? Right, right. I mean, that should only kind of give you an idea of like, you know, how exaggerated that was, you know what I mean? Like, I don't believe, I didn't believe half of that shit from the jump, you know what I mean? Straight man, up. I'm mad at I first, didn't get I'm not going to lie to you. Man, honestly, I, at first I didn't because I'm like, where this come from? At first, you know, maybe it's because, and the symptoms that they came out with, I was like, that sounded like the cold. That everybody was having yeah. last year around Christmas. I think everybody done with it. So what's going on now? So I really right. didn't right. believe it that much. But to see now, I'm seeing folks dropping from it. Oh, they died from COVID. They had COVID and they're gone. And people, all the, I mean, so many deaths. I was like, and the numbers kept rising and rising and rising. I'm like, oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Right. This shit is real. Corona is here. Damn, this fucked up that we can't go have, we can't even look at the drink Corona after this. This is real. But, well, maybe I just waited. After all of these riots and protests and everybody outside, Looting and shit. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no, ain't no, ain't nobody flooding the hospitals. Ain't nobody falling down the street from the coronavirus. Exactly. You know. I'm like, hold up, wait, wait a minute. There's no like, spike. It got to be. It had to be. Mm. Not with all them people out, and and, and they still out now. Yeah, it was the mask. Like, the mask doing. Look, them old t-shirts and socks do are uh, motherfucker boys. It was the mask, you know what I mean? They kept it back. So did we just? So I'm. I, 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 this what made me ask, start asking. Did y'all just went April Fools on us? <laughs> right? We been stuck in the house. Some people that that are considered essential workers is literally going back and forth, going back and forth with to work and back home in fear, wearing these masks. We can hardly breathe in, no matter what the weather is, and uh -huh. everything. For us to have this big riot and no spike. I'm, I, I'm yeah, telling you, I mean, I'm like, I'm expecting it not to happen. It gotta, 
it got to happen within this week. Not all them people going to be outside and not catch nothing. Yeah, We're about to have another... We're about to have another I'm serve. I'm giving it all the way a buck with you. Man, when this whole thing first started, I was, I, was on, I was on two extremes. The first extreme was, man, this shit ain't real at all. And the second extreme was, oh, yeah, this is going to be like the walking dead out here. I'm going to give me a bad bitch. I'm going to just go out in the world with, like, a spiked football helmet on and, like, some shit like, like a chainsaw. And be like, come on, me, bitch, if you want to leave. And, and, and you, you know what I mean? Like, I was really on some zombie apocalypse type of shit. And, Mad you know, that right, you know, then none of that happened. So now I'm back to my original theory was, which is, man, that shit ain't real. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Well, I don't wear no mask. I don't fucking, you know, I don't wash my hands after I take a piss. I don't do none of that shit no more. Fuck it. Fuck it. We out here wild. And I'm fine. You don't wash your hands. Wait, you don't wash your hands. After you wash your hands. Absolutely not. Don't you love me no more. Uh uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. I don't want your sweaty bottle juice on me. Not uh. Uh uh. Look, if anything, I'm protecting you. Like, I'm protecting the people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm out. But now I'm like, okay, then where them people died from? And it was mostly us. Well, that's the thing. Did like, first of all, control on us, for real. I mean, they had already said that, you know, a lot of those people were simply not dying of the virus. A lot of those people, I saw a video on Facebook where the nurse that went out to New York, she said a lot of them people weren't dying from the virus at all. They were dying of just dramatic malpractice, like like hospitals that were, you know, ignoring people, that were mistreating them, that were giving them the wrong medications, that just weren't handling shit properly at all. And those numbers got lumped into COVID. And we know for a fact that a lot of doctors nationwide were saying that there was a push from government to just mark anything, damn near anything, COVID. So the numbers just padded. You know, what was, what was motherfuckers dying from? Motherfuckers dying of, you know, dehydration. If you 80 years old and you catch pneumonia, that ain't COVID. Mm-hmm. The doctors keep you hydrated. You know what I mean? So a lot of that shit was like, I ain't going to say planned or nothing, but I'm definitely going to say a lot of that shit was, uh, it, it was, uh, uh, it wasn't the truth. You know what I mean? It was padded quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, so, I mean, it was, it was. And I, I do believe that I saw that video as well and was sitting there like, oh my God, are you mean to tell me? So y'all just straight murdering people. So the government can have their quota for this pandemic? Like, seriously, That's come on now. Yeah. Yo. Not, man, look. Motherfuckers been getting killed all the time behind government shit. Like, straight mm-hmm. up. Like, we want, we want to believe, like, oh, they would never do that. They do that shit in a heartbeat. Like, look at the numbers. You got a bunch of people from in a bunch of different departments that crunch numbers all day, and they sit down and determine 
what the economy is going to look like, what business trends are going to look like. Like they project in the next 10, 20, 30 years where, we're, where we are more likely to be. So unfortunately, motherfuckers got to die so that the rest can live. You know, that's why they ain't really got rid of homelessness like that. That's why they really ain't got rid of poverty like that. You know what I mean? Like, we got it. And that's gotta, another thing. And that's another thing that made me kind of feel like, okay, if this is what's going on, why these, why the homeless is not affected? Thanks. Well, I'm looking people. up at, I'm looking at, <laughs> huh? Mm-hmm. Voiceless What'd people. Exactly, I'm but saying. I'm just saying, why are they not affected by it? Because all we're seeing from the media of people that are passing from it, yeah, they are minorities, but these are not people that's on the streets. Right. These are not people on the streets. They're not homeless. They got their own homes right. and their families and everything and just drop it. And they say, no, oh, they're dropping from COVID. Oh, my God. <laughs> So are you, yeah, yeah you're doing if population you, control on the minorities. I'm going to tell you what, if you have lived on like Lower Wacker Drive for five or six years, man, you are the corona. Like you are completely immune to all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You hugging up on rats and shit. You know what I mean? Like cockroaches is your best friends and neighbors. Fuck, you ain't worried about the Roman. Like that shit does not affect you at all. You talking about low, lower Rocker Drive, hell. Come where I live. I'm living between four, four, look, a, a waste dump, garbage dump, wasteland, and two factories. We surviving yeah. Corona than a mug. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> you <know>? Okay. <laughs> We survived Corona. Right. Whack a drive, back to back. Come here. Mm-hmm. Well, we got it. Well, every day we got We play a game called Guess That Smell. Which one it smell like? Oh, that's the worst man. You feel me? That, that no. doesn't even sound attractive. Like, guess that smell. That's it insane. Oh, I live on 130. Yeah. Yeah. By the gardens, see where we go. Yeah, we gotta make we gotta see which one is from. Or if you see a big cloud smoke, which one is from? Hopefully, they good. We're trying to see if it's then exploding. Are they exploding something, or they just releasing something, or is is rapture? Pretty much, this is what going right on over here. <laughs> Are those four horsemen? No, 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 that's just the, those just birds. That's just birds. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, shit, here it go. Yeah, so, yeah. We done survived having to evacuate out of here a couple of times off of gas leaks from the, from one of them factories. <laughs> oh, right. we gotta go. <laughs> so, Corona? Yeah, we'll be straight. <laughs> Oh, it's respiratory. Okay. And that's why I'm like, okay, if I don't see a spike in the next week, a huge surge, I don't even call, I'm telling you, Devonta, I don't even call 
some of my to some of my sisters and my own friends that work in the health field was like, did y'all get a big huge surge? Like, was there other people? Right. Was there more people with these symptoms? No. Mm -hmm. Not really. Y'all just dealing with the ones y'all got already. Ain't this a bitch? Nah. <laughs> Can't be. Nah, Can't be. <laughs> Can't Not be at all. <laughs> Can't be. Boo. I, mm. I, I don't think, dude. I don't think. I just I just feel like it's something up to this. And I, I don't want to just go all the way out and say this was a fluke. We done got. We done got got yet. Because I might be wrong if they hit another surge. But I'm just saying, it better happen within the next few weeks. <laughs> right. I mean, look. Oh, I know it's some I, shit. I mean, like I said, I really wasn't going with it anyway. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. You know, if anything now, it's like, okay, well, we see what we up against. Like, kind of like what you were saying, it's like, well, now's an opportunity for us to figure out why everybody's scared and disoriented. You know, what mm -hmm. we can do now to begin, like, doing some other shit. You know what I mean? Like, how do we, people, how do we, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Putting people, my, putting people, feeling pe putting peace back in people's mind now. Because we done already been dealing with for the past damn almost three months fear and then here another here go a riot and it's like it's 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 a constant stress fear frustration stress fear frustration all piling up on our psyche and there's a lot of people that I think after the world goes back to normal we we coming out of this straight up fucked up everybody well, gonna need medication but that's the thing. That, that's that's a great opportunity. Like, yo, why would I, I, as a black man in America, why would I want the world to go back to normal? Normal is them fucking with me for no reason. I don't want the world to go back to normal. If anything, I want it to get more shaken up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's the only way things will change. So, I mean, this is actually excellent timing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Overall, I can't get mad. Like, you know, if if people are out and they're active and they're doing something to change the laws because they're frustrated over COVID, good. Fucking good. Let's hope another pandemic come out. Maybe people will really get up off their ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for yep. real. Yep. Yep. But that brings us to this topic. Them damn looters, a.k.a. opportunists. I call it the ligament. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Man. Downtown. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it like how I feel. Downtown. Yeah, that was part of that protest riot, all that. But mm -hmm. out here, <laughs> them niggas. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting there when I say Sunday. I heard about Saturday. Sunday, me and my children was out going to the store yeah. just to pick up some stuff from there for the house. 
And when I tell you, I mean, they wasn't, I can see if you was picking up, you, you, you're looting essential things. No, no. All the essential stuff, y'all are just fucked up. It's all destroyed. The stupid stuff is what you, what you, what you looting and getting on Facebook and Instagram showing what you stole. I mean, look, I'm like, if y'all ain't done it, that shit was like Christmas in the hood, man. Like I felt so good. I was riding around, literally, like just champion on that shit. I didn't grab anything because I ain't that type of person. But you know, I was definitely. I wasn't the guy that was like, no, don't do it. I was definitely like, yo, get your money, nigga, do what you do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm riding down Madison, you see, like, two niggas walking around selling packs of hair. Like, like motherfuckers went in the beauty supply and just stole hair because they know it makes yeah. money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I mean, what we're talking about, when we're talking about the looting and the rioting, the two different things, the looting aspect of it, Yo, motherfuckers is tired of being broke, and we definitely tired of people absorbing all of the wealth out of the community, not hiring us, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. not building or developing within our communities. Like, if you own a beauty supply in the hood, you only going to have that one beauty supply until you get tired of it and you're going to leave. You're not going to open up a chain and hire, hire black people and have them become franchisees in that store. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like, these motherfuckers ain't trying to build no wealth. They're trying to take what, we, what they can get from us. So this was our chance to, you know, take what we can get, you know? And but I, I'm are we going to put it, it back into our community? That's the question. No. Are we, okay. Are we going to put it back in our community? Air Max is right now. You are coming back. You are spinning in the low community. Real shit. Real shit. Think about it. If you go out here and buy for the local weed, man, that is one customer. That's twenty or thirty dollars that you ain't got to worry about. This nigga trying to figure out how he's gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't know, man. No. But the reason why I'm asking is this going back into the community, or is this just going back to your own house? Because pretty much this is pretty much what you're doing. You're going to get all this stuff. Some of the stuff you're going to keep. The rest you're going to sell to pay your bills. That's a good and point. I mean, now, you know. And now we got a bunch of stuff that we got to help clean up and don't have nothing in our community. We don't have no grocery stores. We got to go all the way out. ATMs. I'm trying. This The ATM things. Um, either they shut down, but the bank ATM. I'm sorry. Some of right them, now I we can't say that was us, man. Some of them I can't say that was just us doing that. I can't say that was just us. Even my mama agreed. My mother said it. The the ones that happened when they went and riot and bust into them banks and how they crack open them ATMs. Make me feel like okay, was y'all planning this <laughs> before right. it all went well, down? It's like, how did you figure out how to get in there like that? 
Come on. Like, this ain't no, oh, I just pulled something out. No, you crack that mug open down to where you can get the money from. Huh? And it, and it ain't toe up. Like, we can literally still put it back together. <laughs> right. right. So, I don't think it's just us. Or if it was us, oh, they'd have had a meeting and did not call me or you. <laughs> Right, right. Were you at the meeting? Look, were you at the meeting? Ask them to see it. she at the meeting? Where was this meeting at? Look, where's my inbox? Right. But they cracked it open. I mean, they cracked the mugs open like they transformers. You should see the picture. I was like, how Chase Bank? They done pulled it out the whole thing out the wall and cracked them open like Transformers. I'm like, oh, oh, y'all was coming in. Oh, we gonna throw bricks up in these windows and bust through these windows and get them Nikes. There was some a whole nother group that came out came out in this climate. And said, we're going to have this tool, that tool, this tool, that tool, that tool, that tool, tool and we're going to bust open these ATMs. You so why are you selling your shit? They already got money. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not completely bad at it, though. I mean, you know, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to condone the riots, but I will say this. If you came up, baby, do you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to hate on you getting getting your situation right. I'm sorry. I can't say that. I can't say, okay, you came up, do you, because I'm like, I'm, just for me, I believe in karma. Karma uh, can, can happen swift or take its time. And I uh, Cause now look at what okay from the looting we gotta go if we you want to go to a grocery store you gotta find one right. that wasn't hit right you gotta find one that wasn't hit and you gotta hope that nobody else found that same one so you can still have some groceries to pick from the and well, drive you know an I mean hour and so out to do so, and not only that, but we getting blocked off. Indiana's like, uh-uh, you ain't got Indiana plates. Turn back around. Right, right. I mean, look. Somebody said they being... blocked off Sibley, they blocked off Calumet, they Calumet East, and something else. They mm. pretty much blocking us off. So what we about to yeah. do? Mad Max, this motherfucker. What you? What we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, that's just we about to be I mean, in the bus yeah. That's why no. I'm saying this is where we at now. This is this the state that we're in now. And yeah, you saying if you came up, I ain't do what you do. But at the same time. Okay, y'all came up. The rest of us mm. is is fucked. 
pretty much we fucked mm. and trying to scavenge up or scrape up something just to feed our families because we ain't do that we ain't go out there right. and i'm sorry i was upset seeing them looters there was looters out there with little kids what you going right. what you teaching them so don't say yeah. nothing when little tay tay after everything is back up and running little tay tay go and buy and steal a whole row of candy and they catch his little right. ass and you talk about i ain't teaching them that yeah you did i hope that child little tay tay reminds you of when you had him jump within by over broken glass to get your bottle of wine i'm just saying you see you say this kid is not a political refugee or political prisoner. Rather, he's he's a, a whole criminal, huh? Mm-hmm. No good. Because later on, you teaching this, come on now. You teaching that it's okay now because of what's going on. But you know kids. If it's right. okay now, right. they're going to do it later. Right. And they're going to be like, well, mommy, you said you... Yeah, you go mm -hmm. and mom, they go say, but mama, you said it was okay at that time. You remember when you wanted me to get all them drinks and all them clothes and all them stuff and everything. We was out <laughs> taking stuff. Come on now. Right. <laughs> Come on now. Now here you looking like boo boo the fool. Found out this ain't right. that. That's different. Don't hit them with the that's different. You shouldn't have did it in the first place. True and that. another True thing. <laughs> Look, and another uh -oh. thing. All of that, I'm like this. Think about what you could, even though there's a lot of people that was like, yeah, I was out there with my kids and everything. The police weren't doing nothing. That time. No, they weren't. <laughs> that time. Right. What if they came in there gun blazing? Right. Think about it. Yeah, that was a nice. What if they that came nice. in there, tear gassing, guns mm -hmm. drawn, ready to shoot, just to stop the looting, and you out mm. there with your with Tay Tay and Pookie, you done put your, mm. your your not only your life in danger, but your children's lives in danger. Because, oh, this wasn't about George Floyd. This wasn't about Breonna Taylor. This wasn't about Ahmaud Aubrey. It wasn't about none of them. It wasn't about the protest. It wasn't about what what the what we had was fighting for in the first place. These niggas out here was like opportunity right. to get free shit. Right. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Even my neighbors was participating in it, coming back into the complex like, look at this shit. And the dumbasses got their wrong sizes. So they end up in the trash with your dumb ass. <laughs> and I right. hope they hear this too. You're dumb. That's it. But like, come on now. We mm -hmm. supposed to be teaching our children something different. That's why I'm like, we've been doing this. This is history repeating itself. We constantly march. And then we riot 
fuck up my shit, and then nothing changed. Because here come another case and another story about the same shit that we did all this shit for and don't vote. But that's the thing. Well, I mean, I disagree with the voting thing, but I will say this. Even if, even if I disagree with the voting thing, it really boils down to, I think, you know, a level of white uncomfortability and um, people outside of black recognizing and being just as adamant and saying, no, this is an issue. Because if the United States government can in any way say, yeah, that's just a black thing, let the niggas worry about it, it's in their neighborhoods, as long as there's a removal, right, from the everyday life of the people that the government views mat- view matters, a.k.a. white people, hipsters, mid- young, middle class, like, and I'm not trying to say go get them. I'm not saying go kill these people. I'm not saying that at all. But unless those people are so uncomfortable that they galvanize and, 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 and reinforce our momentum, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you're right. Like, they have to see the same shit we see so that they can recognize that this is a change because all over the world you got Black Lives Matter protests, you got these corporate people saying, you know, Black Lives Matter and this and that, and, you know, who's making those T-shirts? You know, who's who owns the mm-hmm. the, the, the who owns the the distributor or the, the 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 manufacturer that comes out with those t-shirts? Like, where's that money going? Where are those opportunities going? Mm-hmm. Where are those jobs going? And when they get through protesting, which by the way is free, and then they go back to the get on the train and go back to Uptown, where their neighborhood is clean and nice and people are gardening and shit. How serious are they really going to take this? They're going to do what they can to make themselves feel better. And then they're going to go on about their day. And that's mm-hmm. my point. That's, you're right. that's kind of why you, you know, that's kind of why you hear me saying, I, I, again, I would never want to put anybody uh, in danger, but let's be honest, white comfortability has always been the basis for American policy. Period. You know, so they got to get uncomfortable. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, you're right. I I hate to say it, we gotta get them co- uncomfortable because we've been uncomfortable mm-hmm. all this time. So yeah, yeah. But still, mm-hmm. you can't keep on doing nigga shit up in this store. I'm just feeling like, and this is my opinion, as my opinion, mm-hmm. and I can share my opinion because it's it's on my show. I'm surprised, first of all, sidebar, I'm surprised that a certain guest ain't on here but showed up on my last show talking hella shit. Oh, guest five was too pumped to come here. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. but I just feel like we need another strategy. We need another. We need something else. This is just repeating itself. History repeating itself. We get mad. We protest. We march. We riot, fuck up shit, build it back up, back onto the same stuff. Right. We, right. we we get mad, we protest, we march, we riot, fuck up shit, build it back up, 
on to the next shit. I'm right. tired. I'm tired of the broken record. I'm tired of the, of the redundancy of how we handle racial tension between us. Nothing and it don't solve much. Because I do believe and I don't want to say well, nah, fuck that. I'm going to say it. I do believe they ain't going to get the time they supposed to have. We it's know. Well, you, we Look, know how much time it is for that murder. They ain't going to get Look, it. All of, this, all of this fighting and all of this rioting and protesting, and they just bumped the charges up on one guy, one guy to second-degree murder. Like, come on now. Like, you know that we can't get a degree no murder. They, they're not trying to give out no first degrees. You know what I mean? They're not trying to give all them guys, you know, 20, 30 years. They're not. They're not, and until and that's where you hear me yelling like, "Yo, we gotta keep bombing, we gotta keep mm-hmm. rioting, we gotta keep looting, we gotta keep, and we gotta do it in their neighborhoods because we need everybody to recognize that there's a reason for this shit. It is not a, it's not a, it's not a. We just trying to get packs of hair for free, you know. It's like, yo." If y'all ain't eat, if we ain't eating, y'all can't eat. You can't go back to your life mm-hmm. and act like this shit doesn't have didn't happen, you know, on Monday. You know, like that's that's kind of how I feel that's about exactly it. And, what's you know, going, but that's exactly right. what's that's going exactly. on. You're right. You're right. Yep. Let's yeah. riot. Let's tear tear up shit. Let's tear up this. Leave eyes alone. Yeah. Leave us alone. And really, to be honest, if we left our neighborhoods alone and started going after theirs, air quote, it would be way more impactful. Why do you think that Lori likes Why do you think the governor and the mayor went out of their way to raise them bridges up and control access to the loop? You know what I mean? Like, it's way more impactful. impactful if we collectively and consciously leave our neighborhood standing and fix it where they mm-hmm. got to come shop with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to the other yep. way around. Then we got to go shop you know with saying? them. So, right. yep. yep. But we got to organize it. We got to organize that. Because if we just go, oh, yeah, one of us, one group of us, yeah, we're going to be like doing this. We're going to go, if this happens, we're going to go to that neighborhood. We got to have a whole black meeting for real. <laughs> we got to have a black people right. meeting with everybody and go, this don't happen. This what we want. This what we need. This what's going to happen. If it don't happen, your shit is going up in flames. That's, that's, <laughs> that's I mean, what happened in hate. That's I mean, what that's happened in Haiti. That's, that's what I'm talking And that's not a bad thing, you know, um, because marching doesn't really do it. And they're not, like I no. said, that, that it's token shit. You know, it's token shit. Tokenism is, okay, so we lost the Civil War. We'll let all the niggers out. Cool. Mm-hmm. They can Where are they going to work? Where are they going to eat? Where are they going to? 
five things to survive. So, I mean, it's like, you know, that, that whole, like, empty promise that, 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 that it's a way to shut us up. And, you know, mm-hmm. I would like to believe that people are going to now evolve and have evolved to where we see through that. Uh, like that's a lot of stuff I think <laughs> that the government did to shut us up, but that's gonna be for another another show. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's gonna be for another show. But whew, we had covered a lot and everything. I think we need to go we'll ahead and call this a night. Look, I think we need to go ahead and call this a night. Because we've been dealing with this and a lot of conversations about this over the past week or so. And after tonight, this is just going to be over. So y'all, but y'all tune in next week. We're going to get on into the topic. This is going to be a part two. I'm going to call this the part two for our, our first show for Mad Hatters. We're going to deal with interracial dating. Yep. And we're going to go there. And we're going to go all the way there. Yeah. So call yeah. in. Meet us back here at 8 o'clock next Saturday. Call in 717-734-6904. Show ID 991-5968-POUND. And, and come with your opinion. How you feel. How you really feel. Keep it all the way 100. Tag me, let at me if it's if it's real, okay? <laughs> about right, this subject, right. about interracial dating. And thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on next week. Love y'all. Levante, you got anything else you gotta say? Yo, shouts out to everybody, man. Have a great night. Stay safe. All right. All See you on next week. Same place. Same time, and we out. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.